Hello, and welcome to episode 50 of the Cyber Powered Hour. I'm your host, Wielding Hammer, and here with me, as always, is my man, the villain. He's a chillin'. Two words for you. Spa Day. Pack Devil. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a complete package. The whole spa. <laughs> yeah, that was terrible. I'll talk about that later. Come with that lavender face scrub. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, wow. How was your week, man? Oh, my week was... was Okay, I kind of started out the day a little or the week a little sick, so I stayed home for a couple days. Then the fourth hit, so I ended up getting a three day, uh, two day work week, so that was kind of nice. But uh, not too bad. I actually did some gaming, that was kind of amazing. I, uh, I beat Doom. Oh yeah, I haven't done that yet. I haven't haven't been able to say I've beat a video game in forever. Of course, you never beat Destiny. I mean, it just goes on and on and on and on. You Pretty arrive, much. but you never beat it. Um, but yeah, Doom Doom was awesome. Um, I'm even more excited now for the the sequel, Doom Eternal. Um, that was a great game though. And uh, uh, for the hell of it, I was like, eh, you know what? I've been sitting and waiting to play Wolfenstein, so I I started that too. And uh, did you play? Uh, I got first, or the New Order, or did you play? Um, I'm starting two. I, I'm starting with the New Order, and yeah. I got I got basically I guess through the prologue where you went, when uh, I just got out of the psychiatric hospital where I saved the nurse when the Nazis were killing everybody. Oh, yep, you're basically first level, so more I'm, or less. I'm very I'm very early in the game, but uh, pretty insane. I mean, you had to pick somebody like right in the beginning. <laughs> like yeah. Uh, so I know I know that game just gets darker and the second one I hear is even darker so yeah uh, that's yeah. that's fun uh played a little bit of destiny the moments of triumph are out well some of them so actually have some goals to shoot for now and yeah, now's the time to be uh playing PvP with the uh three times valor weekend going to the reset that's what I'm doing basically tomorrow I'm gonna finish up that valor rank and play some mayhem Nice. So that's been that's been fun. And uh, well, right before we recorded, I was like, "Hey, you know what? I want to rotate my desk." Well, I had to disassemble my desk and rotate it. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> at about uh, ten minutes before we're supposed to record, I'm just getting the rest of my cables plugged into my computer and about to turn it on. So. I'm never moving my desk because of how much of a pain in the ass it is. Um, I like it though. I do. I do like it. Uh, I'm still dealing with Amazon. That's fun. Still no refund. Well, you know, every time I talk to these people, it's like starting over. They never look at the notes before. Uh, for a while, they're like, "Yeah, we're telling our higher ups," and they're like. Oh, nothing's happening. I was like, oh, but the lady guaranteed me that the refund's coming. She sent an email to her boss that she copied me on. So I know it actually got sent. And it'll take one to two weeks for the refund to happen because of it being almost $1,500. Wow. So the money's coming, but I probably won't get it back until after Guardian Con. And oh, that sucks. So it, it it sucks, and at the same time, it's like, oh, you you assholes, you 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 time this perfectly, so I get my money back, which means that I can basically I finance the stuff, so that loan goes away, and then I could get another one from the same people, and it's Prime Day that week. Mm. Oh, thank God for that, huh? So maybe. Some of the stuff I wanted to get will be on sale, but it's like, we'll see. I don't know. Although I'm leaning towards the 1080 instead of a TI. As nice as the TI would be, I think for my Ryzen, it's actually uh, a little too much. I don't, I don't think, I don't think I'll get the performance I'm looking for unless I get a an overclocked i7. So. Think a 1080 would be pretty good. 
Yeah, should be fine. <laughs> but uh, like the the VRAM on my on my 1060 though is only three gigs, and man, every game I play just that it's almost full. <laughs> so I know I need to get a card with with a lot more more VRAM in it. So eight, eleven gigs on a 1080, and I should be sitting real pretty. But yeah. That's pretty much been my week, though. How about you? What Did you have a, another fun, challenging week at work? It was obnoxious. It was annoying, but it wasn't as bad as the week before. <laughs> I, um, more or less, this week was just looking forward to next week. That's all it really was. <laughs> uh, I know that. Counting the days down, man. I cannot wait to be in Tampa. Yeah, tell me about it. I have to work for an hour tomorrow on my day off because of a conference call. And then I have to go to work on Tuesday, which is just going to feel like, ugh, murder. (laughs) (laughs) And then we're staying with some family because I have to be at the airport by about 4.30. Right. uh, Wednesday morning. So a friend of mine, or I know, it's my sister-in-law lives about 20 minutes from the airport. So we're going to, we're going up there the night before. Well, they got this place about 10, 15 minutes from our house called Draftcades, where it's nothing but like a hundred different beers on draft and old school arcade machines. So that's what I'm doing the night before I get on my plane. You are going to be fun on that plane. (laughs) I'm going to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Once I get to the airport, get on the plane. I mean, I got a one-hour flight more or less to Dallas, and then it's a three-hour wait in Dallas, so... Ah, oh, you poor soul. Tomorrow I'm downloading a bunch of shit off Netflix. Um, I finished all my audiobooks, unfortunately. I finished my podcast, which maybe have been a mistake, so... I'm downloading a bunch of shit to watch on Netflix. It's for the plane ride. I just need to make sure to have my Bluetooth headphones charged. Um, yeah, tomorrow is basically, after I get done with that hour of work in the morning, it's all about packing, making sure everything's charged, making sure I have the stuff I'm going to need for when we're actually at the convention, stuff like that. Yeah. And I got a, I got an email from my hotel saying, you know, hey, just reminded you, your reservation's coming. I was like, oh, I know. <laughs> I'm ready. Me and my 37 friends. No. We don't have that many in the room, but it's going to be a little crowded. Take about 30 off that, and it'll be a bit more accurate. Yeah. I'm going to cuddle you so hard. Oh, are you coming on the floor? No. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. For some reason, you want to be on the floor. I. It, it depends on the bed. If it's one of those marshmallow soft beds, I can't. I just sink into those things and feel like I'm going to die. No, nah, I ain't sleeping on that fucking floor. Nope. I... I I I'll, I need hard surfaces. They that that's I'll get my drunk favorite. and pass out in the office chair first before <laughs> I sleep in that floor. Oh, I mean it's a nice hotel, so the floor should be clean. You know, I, it'd be real iffy at like a La Quinta Inn or something. Doesn't that sound like a party though? <laughs> like, what'd you do on vacation? Yeah, I went oh. to a hotel and partied with six other dudes. I, I slept on the floor and got hepatitis. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, bringing hand sanitizer because con life. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yep. The con virus will be alive and well. <laughs> and a lot of those people have been from to E3 recently, TennoCon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They're carrying the plague. Oh, oh, Anime Con was good. Or uh, what? Yeah, Anime Expo went on this week too. So it's... We're at the height of con season. Yeah, actually, uh, I just found out when uh, Michigan Comic Con is, which is in oh, August. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm thinking I might I might go down there for a day. It's only like a half hour drive for me. So good old Detroit. Pack my body armor. <laughs> So, would you play? Uh, you got to play some Doom, some Wolfenstein. Play some Doom, some Wolfenstein. A little bit of Destiny. Uh, yeah, I was. What was it? It was Fourth uh, of July. I'm I'm home. I'm bored, and I'm like, all right, 
let me just see how Doom runs on my PC. Uh, nine hours later, <laughs> it was running pretty good. And then I finished it Thursday and Friday night, so that was that was fun. But uh, yeah, so big gaming week. And uh, I avoided the Steam sale, though. I, I did not spend any money on the Steam sale this past time. I actually did not either. Which is why I have money for this week <laughs> coming up. Mostly because I got paid the day after it ended. So. But. Yeah. Yeah, so worked on the backlog a little bit. That was good. Uh, and then I've just been watching a ton of uh, the charity stream. Yeah, um, yeah. Today I brought uh, DCP up on the big screen and watched it. Man, what a what a show! That oh, that last. I mean, like the whole stream was insane. But then that last, you know, the last fifteen 10, minutes, 15 was, minutes like, was just oh my gosh. nuts. I wasn't sure they were gonna make it. <laughs> Yeah, whoever dropped that 5k at the last second i was just like I was what like, i was like waiting for it to get to like a thousand shy and patch or to just be like good thank you nope he's getting a tat in his ass <laughs> yeah i thought it was great that he was on the phone with his mom, mom on stream yeah. explaining to that he was having to get a tattoo of his friend's name on his ass well they're getting like a split heart so when they put their butts together it makes a full heart it's fantastic. <laughs> oh. And then, you know, Pope's got to do rock the one side burn in the handlebar. <laughs> so, yeah, good stuff. That was, a, that was a great stream. And we haven't even gotten to the big guys yet. Like, I, yep. put, I put DCP on the bottom half of the big guys. We still got Lupo, Ninja. <laughs> Well, I mean, so. the way they went, they probably could end up near the top. I don't think anybody else cleared 100k, had they? Uh, no. Um, so Goth did like 73, and then uh, Warframe Digital Extremes they surpassed at like I think 80 something. Which yeah, they dropped Digital 50K. Extremes dropped 50 themselves. That was awesome. They dropped 50k. <laughs> Goth and Broman are in the chairs and just freaking out because they weren't expecting that <laughs> yeah but uh yeah dcp is definitely not the most but i mean when you look at i mean ninja's pulling in i've seen them at almost two hundred thousand people mm-hmm. i mean <laughs> if he pulls that in and if a couple of his uh celebrity friends decide they want to throw some money down i mean his stream could be insane to close this thing out yeah so that that's gonna be awesome. We'll be we'll be in Tampa in our hotel room, probably watching that thing. I mean, did you see While the loop, getting the ready loop for the Rose. breakdown. If he make if he raises one hundred and ninety seven k, he'll surpass five hundred k just for him <laughs> for this year. Between the uh, the Fortnite thing, oh yeah, and the other stuff he's been doing the shirt, the shirt that he did with Ninja. Yep. So, oof. Yeah, some big blocks coming. And we're only on Sunday. I mean, we got f four more days. This is awesome. So, although I, I just checked, they're not, they haven't quite hit the 1.5 yet. So, they're still working their, their way through that. Yep, lucky and butt wipes up. They're yeah. getting close, though. They're getting oh, real they're, close. They're really close, yeah. And then, uh,. Yeah, and then and then the charity blitzes they're gonna have at Guardian Con, <laughs> just yeah. that'll put them over the top. Yeah, because uh, the new number now is what two seven or two eight million because the uh, you know the cost went up a little bit. Yep, yeah, two point eight million now. So that's something. Well, you what want to do some? News? Let's do some, some news. Some news. All right. So Warframe is coming to the Switch. Switch. Oh. On top, top of a lot of other really awesome announcements out of TennoCon, that, that, that was Tenno probably Con the biggest. Was awesome. Yeah. I re-downloaded it. Made sure I got my primes and uh, played a little bit of that too. 
<laughs> that game is incredible. And now that they're going more open world, man. Yeah, I heard they were doing like a larger version of what Planes Eidolon ended up becoming. Yeah, they're doing like a whole, uh, the whole Venus, which they went directly from land in a ship up into space with three people in the ship, space combat. The enemies boarded them. They had to kill them. They sent somebody on the enemy ship. The person got trapped. The other people on the ship had to shoot a hole for them. It was like very cool. It was almost like raid-like. But, uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. So, that yeah, if you haven't checked out Warframe uh, and you like Destiny and stuff like that, go, go give it a look. But be be ready because you move really fast, so you're gonna need to dial your <laughs> your mouse settings down a little bit, or you're gonna get a little dizzy oh. and, and throw up. <laughs> what I remember playing it, yeah, it was like I went from Destiny two to when I started playing that, I was just like, oh my god, the mobility, oh my god. You were just Between jumping, sliding, spinning, slide, jump, spin, dash. I'm like, oh my god, I can cover so much ground so quickly. <laughs> If you love it's Titan nuts. skating, this this will just take it to the next level. <laughs> that there was a, a bow in it, and I'm just like, oh, I'm yes. already there. Oh yes, I love the bow. So, yeah, I think I'm going to be uh, playing some more Warframe this summer. <laughs> I just uh, don't really know what the hell I'm doing in that game most of the time. <laughs> I do not understand the mod system yet. Uh, it's it's very complicated. So. But yeah, that was Tenokan was really really cool. Yep. Um, next uh, Fortnite season five is scheduled to begin on July twelfth. Alrighty. During Guardian Con, how many skins you think Lugo and Ninja buy while sitting in the chair? <laughs> oh, that's gonna be awesome though, because Warframe and Fortnite. I'm pretty sure Fortnite will be there. And uh, yeah, Fortnite's there in official capacity. Uh, Rem Rem Royale, they're gonna have a booth. Like, that's <laughs> gonna get to meet all those guys uh, when we go down there. That's gonna be awesome. Yep. I mean, first thing I'm doing is going and getting in line for Gambit. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> of course. After that, it's wide open. <laughs> <laughs> I need to brush up on my D2 on PC because it sounds like it's gonna be set up for PC. So I think. Well, from from what I've been kind of hearing, it, it's going to be running on PCs, but I think it's going to be set up with controllers. Oh, is it? That's what I've heard, because Briar was talking about with the 1v1, because that's the scuff thing. I'll uh, say that's a scuff thing. How, uh, how he doesn't, how he hasn't touched the controller in so long that he, he's forgotten. So, <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, so I'm not 100% sure if, if it's going to be mouse and keyboard or, or controller. But either way, whatever. It's going to be fun. Although I hope uh, they, if it's mouse and keyboard, I hope they got some G502s because uh, I really, really love my mouse. <laughs> I mean, I have um, certain buttons hotkeyed to my mouse, so if it's that way, I don't know what they are on the keyboard anymore. <laughs> So yeah, they're the to, controls. <laughs> I'm going to be uh, doing some practicing before I leave. <sighs> All right. Um, well, since we're talking about Destiny, Destiny 2 Year 1, Moments of Triumph. The ones that are currently available are now live. Yep. They went live on 7-7, which is Bungie Day. Yeah, that. Pretty much about 70% of them are, are live right now to work on. There's a few yep. coming with that Summer of Solstice event. Yep. You need, um, what was it, 250 in order to get the shirt. Yep. I am only at 115 right now. This is the first moment of triumph that I've done where I didn't have them all done when they went live. <laughs> and I mean, other than Age of Triumph, that one was kind of a large, large deal. Age of Triumph, I was damn near done when it went live, but just not enough rating and right. But uh, you know, to get the shirt, especially, it seems like they set the bar a little lower. Yeah, two fifty. The max is what four hundred. Four hundred, yeah. So, and I mean, those are only worth ten points or so. So I'm halfway to the shirt, and it looks like a lot of the high point ones are coming with 
Solstice of Heroes. Problem is, it's probably prestige raids and stuff. But yeah, there's going to be a good chunk related to to raiding, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, I forgot what I was at. But yeah, I had, I had a lot more accomplished than I thought. So, but that's good. That's two months to chase something there. So that's weird though, because it, it ends August 28th, but it says. That must be to claim the shirt you have till October 1st. Mm-hmm. So. And then, if you didn't spend enough time in the video game, <laughs> bring it to your table. Yep. The Witcher. The, w- <laughs> the Witcher tabletop RPG that's been in development for three years now is going to be go live in August, and it will be sold... At first, exclusively, I believe, at Gen Con. So, the first three days, you'll only be able to get it there before you can start ordering it. So, the... so if you are hard into The Witcher, then this might be something for you. I'm curious what that'd be like. I don't know. I have The Witcher 3 and haven't booted it up because I don't have 4,000 hours of my life lying around that I can waste... <laughs> I haven't booted it up because I'm like, I have the first two, so I'd like to play those first so that I can continue the <laughs> story progression. That's what scares me about um, playing Warframe. <laughs> yeah, It's another time investment game, and I know Forsaken's going to have basically all my time for a while. So Yeah, why are we so suck- stuck on time investment games? <laughs> Doom because is great. 15 good. hours and I was done. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> I still haven't finished Doom. I need to. I thought about making this summer all those one-off games, and then I end up playing a survival game, and I'm like, well, I'm not going anywhere now. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah. All right. You're just getting bigger. So. Tabletop update. Yeah, what happened? Are they all dead yet? Nope, they they managed to survive. I damn near killed one of them. Like, like real close. So, they only had three rooms left, but by God, they made it last all almost all night with these battles. <laughs> they finally came up against some formidable opponents that had spells, and that kind of threw a wrench into a lot of their plans. <laughs> um, what, they fought the king, who had a had multiple spells he could cast where they would have to skip turns. Uh-huh. So I could cast that. Most of them didn't have a high enough will to save. And so the entire next round was just them getting attacked and they can't do shit. Oh, jeez. Or I would ca- they would cast a spell called Sleep where the only way they wake up is if they take damage or somebody physically slaps them. Well, <laughs> if you're going to go slap your friend awake, that's your turn. You don't get to attack. And so I had people sleeping, and they'd get to them, and it's like, well, you're still asleep. So, <laughs> And so they were taking turns walking back and forth across this room, dodging enemies, and slapping each other in the face just to keep each other awake. Oh, it's good you, shit. You need to make that into a live action. <laughs> and so they kill the king. There's still two more rooms. The next room they get through, like, Pretty easily. And then in the final room, they found four out of the five missing children. And the last one is being laid out on this sacrifice table. And I put two high-level, um, basically elite enemies in there. And then the boss, who, like, he only had two, like, I cast Mage Armor as the boss. He only gets two tries. I passed on the first one, which made his AC... Incredibly high for where they are. <laughs> and so they had to fight. And like this guy was pretty fucking OP. Like this dagger, when he hits, not only does he do massive damage, but it causes a fiery explosion to anybody within like a 5 to 10 foot radius. And so they tried to gang up on this dude. And anytime he would hit one, he hit they would point. all take mass damage. And- <laughs> <laughs> the one that I almost killed, she had 29 HP. Off one hit from this dagger and the explosion, she went from positive HP, like positive 12, all the way to negative 24. Holy crap. Like, just knocked the fuck out. She was out of the fight the rest of the time. And so, after after the end of every round, I'd be like, alright, is that the end of the round? 
And they'd all be like, yeah. And I would be like, okay. Well, they started to pick up that that meant something. <laughs> Basically, they had ten rounds to stop this guy or the child was going to die. Ooh. And what made it even better is this child happened to be the, the son of somebody that one of the uh, PCs worked with. So my basically she's a whore, mm-hmm. uh, turned adventurer. One of her fellow whores' son, or I believe it was actually his brother. She was raising her brother, went missing, and so this was the personal one for them. Almost fucked it up because <laughs> they went on the tenth round. Like they they only a few times they managed to break through his AC and do some damage, and he was down to like two HP. And I'm like, we were in round 10, so we were, round 10 had been done, and I decided I'm going to give them a chance at an 11th hour save. I'm going to give them 11 rounds. And so on the 11th round, with two people left to attack before it was done, they got lucky. They managed to break through. They managed to do three damage, which was just enough to kill them. And they saved the last kid. Wow. <laughs> but man, like, and I was making, like, the music my wife had playing was super fucking dramatic. <laughs> and like, at the end of the 10th round, instead of just killing the kid, I was like, alright, so this boss, instead of attacking, I'm like, he now raises the the blade above his head and starts to bring it down. And then I paused it and like, alright, who's Who's next? And they figured out if they don't stop now, the kid's dead. <clears throat> and so they did it. They had two people. Like, there would have been one more person to go, and then that would have been the end of it. <laughs> they came out of there licking their wounds pretty severely. But they got all five kids. <laughs> they, they all survived, even though they had to carry one of them for a couple days' worth of in-game time until... They had enough heal spells to heal her. Wow. <laughs> so they get back to town. They're heroes. Um, what the local butcher shop owner basically gave, gives them free meat for life for saving his son. Uh, the guy that financed the savior of this really rich bratty child. Like they get showered in gold, but then the kid has a change of heart and doesn't want to be evil and work for profit like his dad and his dad's boss, which comes into play down the line that run that basically they run the lumber business in this area. And that is all that this area is, is lumber. So they kind of have their grip on the town. Well, the kid decides he doesn't want to be evil. He wants to be good. And so he takes on one of them as a mentor, which pisses off the lumber owner. He'll come into play in a couple adventures (laughs) <laughs> Another one uh, was the son of a necromancer. Well, he got caught in the room with the skeleton incident where they all almost fucking died. So he renounces necromancy and gets kicked out and is now homeless. Oh, wow. And then the last one, they saved the, the little girl, or the girl of the adventure, who ends up being the most badass of the children. Well, this girl's mother is just so thankful and so in love with i picked the funniest option the half orc with the low intelligence that wants <laughs> nothing to do with the relationship but this mother is a masterful seductress Ooh. so she leaves her husband who's at war to be with my half orc and that pisses the child off and so now not only are they getting married whether she wants it or not but now she has a stepdaughter that hates her <laughs> and she also adopted the child that got kicked out. So, and she is not happy about it. She is generally upset. I was, and I told her, I'm like, we're not meeting next week, but in two weeks, we're gonna have a little impromptu wedding, and I'm going to need you to write some low intelligent vows because your intelligence is low. But <laughs> it is just fucking hilarious with the half work that's all about war and doesn't like isn't real bright needs butterflies and brains for sustenance because that happened somewhere along the lines is now stuck with a woman that is just enamored with her and knows how to seduce her every time 
Wow. Also, this half-orc, I must mention, before all this happened, uh, one of my other players summoned a monster, and the monster ended up being an elf, like a male elf, like supermodel male elf. <laughs> and that caused confused feelings in her during battle. And so she didn't do well in battle because she was so distracted by pretty man. And then she asked the pretty man was coming back, and I said no, because I didn't realize that they cast a, a, a monster too high of a level, and so I had to let it stand. But I was like, the monster's not coming back. You're stuck with your wife now. <laughs> that's going to cause problems in the future, so that's the foundation's been set there. Man, you're just helping them out left and right. <laughs> so, I got, I, I like, the end of this story finally let me set up big picture. The last one was a good introduction. They got familiar with the area, but this one allowed me to do some world building. The only issue is, like, some of this I'm going to have to write myself, so I'll probably be doing my first homebrew later down the line. Because a lot of this, these modules are supposed to to, to bridge the gap in levels, and I'm using these modules as their own story. So there's some homebrew that's going to happen with the wedding and the lumber showdown that's coming, but... And then I previewed uh, their next adventure called Carnival of Tears. Right. It's going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be a lot of work for me because it's an event base, not a dungeon base. Um, and they found an app that let them do their character sheet and would let them purchase stuff from the database oh, and okay. track that shit. So now I don't have to spend three hours so. one night with them <laughs> going, how much does this cost? And then I flip to it. And I just keep doing that, and then one of them asked me to look up something I'd already looked up. That's gone. It's all in this app. It cost them three bucks. Oh, that's and awesome. It, it keeps track of almost everything for them. Any adjustments we make or any minor rule changes that we've been playing with, they have to track on paper. But their lives just got a lot easier. My life just got a lot easier. <laughs> that's cool. So. Yeah, so that's the uh, tabletop update. We won't be gathering next week because I'm going to be in Florida. And we'll be moving on to the carnival and some, oh, some darkness boy. and some, some carnies and the freak show and clowns. Yes! Yes, I have to play as the clowns for combat. Oh, you should dress up like one. No, I think I'll just have them all jump off the fucking cliff. Honestly, <laughs> you're like, they <laughs> get to the clowns. Like, don't worry, I got this. <laughs> the clowns load a critical fail. They killed each other. Moving on. Wilding just like hold my beard. <laughs> <laughs> no XP given. <laughs> the clowns went insane and killed themselves. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's the tabletop update. Uh, basically, happy ending. No one, no one died. Although, boy, they were really. They, they really tried their hardest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they tried their damnedest. Oh. Well, that's Hi, good. Man. There's no quitters there. Yeah. <laughs> they really are attached to their characters. So we're looking at five to six stories, and I think I've sold them on in another five. So that'll make a total of 11 in this storyline if every, if they don't die between now and then. <laughs> so. All right. Let's talk some entertainment. What'd you watch? Entertainment. Well... Like I said, lots of Guardian Con. Um, and then I have been just plowing my way through Psych. Uh, I am in middle of season six. So getting getting See, close to, to wrapping that up. Season six of what now? Psych. Oh, I'm in season seven. Yeah, I actually just watched the episode where Juliet figures out that Sean isn't psychic. Oh, so this is my first time watching Psych in order, so it's it's oh, okay. it's been really good. Um, so yeah, I've been enjoying that. Uh, lots of Guardian Con, and uh, then I watched our amazing, amazing Netflix movie. <laughs> How about you? Um, well, let's see here. I watched our bad Netflix movie. I watched some Psych. I watched uh, Star Wars: The Last Jedi is now on. Yes. Uh, Netflix. So yep. watch that. And that's that's really it. <laughs> Didn't, yep. Just a lot of psych. I saw that Burn Notice is now on 
Yeah, I saw you put that on um, Prime. On Amazon Prime. Amazon so Prime. I can pick up where I left off on Netflix. I only had like a season and a half left. Very cool. Uh, I still need to watch Luke Cage, so that's kind of on the table for the near future. Yeah, got to watch that too. And that's all. I, uh, I watched a lot of Guardian Con. Yeah. So. Although, like, playing Doom and watching Psych at the same time wasn't too bad because I didn't care a whole lot about what whatever, you know, Optimus Prime was telling me in, in Doom. <laughs> the, the guy sounds like Optimus. Uh, and it's weird, like, robots are running this planet. But anyway, um, but Wolfenstein, I, I, I had to, I couldn't watch anything while I was playing that. I was, I was trying to pay attention. <laughs> There's a little more going on there. So. Uh, so, what did you think of our amazing movie? Wow, they uh, they managed to cover, what, four out of five of them pretty well. They did. They covered the first one. Um, they, they covered they did, the second one a little bit. A, a little not too they, much though. They kind of roped the second, fourth, and fifth one with the same villain there. Yeah. Uh, skip the third one completely, which makes sense. Um, whoever they got to play the Rock was oh, hilarious. Gosh. They uh, really ran the baby oil joke yes, well into did. the ground. Oh. Like when he first got out from a distance, like I was like, "Hey, that's pretty close. That's a pretty good close look alike." Yeah, they really play them up to be an idiot, too. <laughs> but, uh... I gotta say, though, everything about that movie, and I, maybe there was no other way, but it was just, it was, everything was very straightforward. Like, I didn't find it very creative in any way at all for how they went about making fun of the movies. No, it was pretty much... Very straightforward. Very straightforward, very true to the source material, I guess. The uh, spa day thing had me dying. That pretty much set the tone for the rest of the damn movie. Well, at least... You know, when everyone takes off, I'm out of gas. Oh, man. And they come or how, back. About the, how about the speed of the car with the Lance Armstrong urine? <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, the the guy that that was playing uh, Paul Walker's character was a complete idiot. <laughs> he was the whitest white boy to have ever white boyed. <laughs> oh God, it but, was uh, awful. The uh, yeah. unicorn freaking Toyota and the little smart car. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh yeah, they really dialed down the cars. <laughs> yeah. That's not a supercar. What do you mean? 87 octane. You idiot. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, Fast and the Furious on a budget. Well, if you like the Fast and the Furious movies, you'll get a laugh and a lot of eye rolls out of it. You, If, you, if you've seen the movies, you at least got the references. Uh, personally, I, it was moments I was just like, oh man, I'm, I'm, I'm mad I picked this movie. <laughs> it, was, it was bad. Cameo rapper, <laughs> Mo- or was it model turn actress? Model turn actress and, and cool, cool Asian guy. Asian guy. <laughs> I mean that whole that whole uh, shooting scene, and then when they're trying to pull, uh, was it what was the name of that taco place? I don't remember. I just know they pulled the whole taco place <laughs> instead of the wall down. Was it big ass taco or something? I don't yeah, know. big ass taco. Big ass That's what was on the door. <laughs> Yeah, they pull the whole building, but like those guys are just standing there shooting. Like it was the it was the most unrealistic gunfight ever. <laughs> Model turned actress just waves her hair and fires off a few rounds. Like flicks her hair and pop pop. Nobody's ducking. Everyone's like, yeah, these are blanks. We know it. Like now it's personal. It's more personaler. I'm taking it personally. <laughs> Jesus. What a terrible movie. It was very bad. <laughs> and yet, as much, I love the Fast and the Furious movie, so I mildly, I kind of mildly enjoyed this. 
mildly. It just like I said, it, everything was so straightforward. So I just I, I just got kind of bored with it. I um, uh, compared to some of our other ones, like this one, I didn't feel like I needed to have something else playing while I was watching it. So. Yeah, I had it playing while I was rearranging my office. <laughs> but, uh... So, yeah. No, just... A complete parody of Fast and the Furious. And there was a, a couple other things thrown in there, but for the most part, it's pretty much Fast and the Furious. Oh, yeah. It's all Fast and the Furious. So. The whole model turn actress thing, I think that was more a dig at Transformers, but... <laughs> well, um... Gail, Gail Gadot, Gail Gadot's character was, you know, who they were re- referencing in that. Mm-hmm. So, and she she didn't really do much, but it was kind of like where she kind of got her start. <laughs> yeah. So, and now she's, you know, huge. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so what, 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 uh. What is the rate rating on this one? I'm only going to give it a two. A two? Well, I'm going a little higher on the scale. I'm going to give it a three. Borderline four, but I'm going to stick with a three. It's a high two. It's not quite a three for me. As much as I, I really like enjoy the Fast and Furious movie, so I appreciate it for what it was, I guess. It's like. A, Three and a, a stuck turd, you know. Yeah, just, just didn't, just couldn't quite push it, out. It's four. two, but you couldn't quite p- pinch <laughs> off the third one. You're yeah. just like, no, maybe it's, next time. It's prairie dogging a little bit. Oh. <laughs> out of control. <sighs> well, there you have it. Averaging a two and a half pooper. <laughs> Super fast. Yeah. <sighs> Go get your spa days, everyone. <laughs> yep. Make sure it's full package. What are you bringing to the table? I got Tech Nines. What do you got? <laughs> I'm going big time. Spa day. <laughs> oh, if you win, you get this. If you lose, you get that. <laughs> All right, man. Let's let's run through our. Uh... Feature genre, real quick. All right. Hmm. I I wonder if we'll have at least one agreement here. Maybe. Um. So. Going uh going three to one. I'll I'll throw my three out here first, which would be uh the score. Okay. I thought that was a pretty good one there. Uh, Edward my... Norton. Yeah. Oh, my. Third. Hmm. I'm gonna go Point Break. <laughs> Classic. The original. The original Point Break with Keanu and Patrick. Yep. That's my that's my number two. All right. I love that movie. Uh, my next one is gonna be the Marky Mark uh, Italian Job. Okay. Get your Mini Coopers on. Uh, my, 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 my current favorite, uh, just kind of looking at what's available, uh, is, is going to be Inside Man. Okay. That was, I thought that was super clever. It was really good. Uh, my number one, um, kind of has something to do with, uh, our, our bad Netflix movie is Fast Five. Okay. Technically a heist movie. And... I thought the addition of The Rock was awesome. Oh my gosh. I, yeah, when he showed up, and he was just jacked in that movie. Like Fast Five is probably that, my favorite Fast and the Furious. But. Like, it had been a while since I'd seen him do anything. And yeah, and he yeah. showed up and that's like, oh. Yeah. Dang, he's busting through walls with uh, Diesel. Like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do want to throw an honorable mention out there, though. Uh, mm-hmm. Inception. Okay can dig that so those be the the movies so hmm well i think 
I do have a quiz, but I think we should skip it since we're kind of like at 45 minutes. Yeah, I talk too damn long on my tabletop <laughs> oh, section. That, that's fine. <laughs> I like that section. All right, so let so. me run through uh, charity. Um, we're going to go ahead and, since uh, Guardian Con is going on, do a shout-out for Summer Games Done Quick. Charity stream that benefited Doctors Without Borders. I think they surpassed 2 million, 2.1 million. Uh, so, Doctors Without Borders uh, was founded in 1971. Uh, the principles make it possible to respond rapidly to emergency and provide life-saving medical care in situations where many other organizations can or won't. This commitment ensures that we can help the most in need rather than following other priorities, whether they, they be those of politicians, funders, or the media. The impact and efficacy of our ability to put these principles into practice was recognized in 99 when MSF was rewarded the Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> MSF operates in 65 countries around the world. As medical first responders, their teams of over 42,000 doctors, nurses, and logisticians are often the first on the scene, sometimes arriving in a matter of minutes to respond to the needs of the people whose lives have been upended by emergency and crisis. MSF offers assistance to people based solely on need, irrespective of age, of or in irrespective of race, religion, gender, or political affiliation. They give priority to those in the most serious and immediate danger. Wherever they go, they make sure the people in the communities are working hard to understand that MSS commitment to independence, impartiality, neutrality, and neutrality means that they will provide assistance to anyone who needs it. They run radio, campaign, radio campaigns and hold meetings with everyone from <laughs> government ministers to local warlords, community elders, and women's groups. Uh, they rarely take funds from governments, businesses, or institutions for their work. Instead, they rely mainly on the generosity of individual donors. Over 90% of their income is from private donors. Uh, yeah, they come from private donors. They give small amounts. Uh, when there is emergency, they don't need to wait on official funding or enough uh, general, general interest from the media. They act fast to save people's lives based on need alone. Um, in 1999, MSS was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize in recognition of its pioneering humanitarian work around the world. Visit their website at www.doctorswithoutborders.org to learn more about the work they do or to donate. You know, it's it's pretty incredible that an organization like that and an organization like St. Jude do what they do, and it's all based on people giving. You know, it's not like they're making money. It's you know, it's just incredible that they can function. Yep. So. All right. Main topic. It's going on right now. Guardian Con, baby. Let's talk some St. Jude. Yeah. Did you, uh, uh did you happen to catch the, the guy that was on there on DCP? Yes. It was uh, Zachary Whitten, I believe yeah. is his name, right? Yep. Because uh, he announced something that was really cool that Broman didn't think was going to be there till next year. And that yeah. is that VR tour of the hospital. Yeah. He I, said uh, that will I be I was there. like, wow, really? <laughs> so, yeah, if you're going to be at Guardian Con, you could, uh, you could actually get a VR tour of the hospital at, the, I'm guessing, their booth. So, mm-hmm. that sounds pretty cool. I, uh, depending on time, I will probably attempt that too. I'd like to, yeah. So, all right. There's just a what? few things we have about St. Jude here. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that right now the <clears throat> Guardian Con stream is still going. Lucky and Butt Wiper up, and they're at 1.475 million. So they're closing in on the initial or on the St. Jude goal of 1.5. 1.5, yep. The stretch so we, goal is two eight. The the initial is one five. So, yeah, uh, and I think they're going to get there. No issue, especially yeah, with, the, with who's sure. still to come in the middle of the week. <laughs> so, uh, Saint Jude, uh, more than half a century ago, entertainer Danny Thomas envisioned a hospital that would treat children regardless of race, color, creed, or their family's ability to pay. A facility where research would shine light into the darkness. Thomas's vision became a reality when St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital opened on February 4, 1962. Since then, St. Jude has become one of the world's premier pediatric research institutions, 
They explore scientific milestones that have marked the progress from day to day and from, from past to present. So uh, what they updated, it takes $32 per second now to run the hospital as opposed to the 28 it was last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the St. Jude Play Live, uh, which has been around for a couple of years now, has raised over $9 million in 2018, I believe. Wow. <clears throat> and before St. Jude, the survival rate of childhood cancer, I believe he said was 4%. Something like that, yeah. It's right. And now it's up to 92%. And what's what's crazy is is they they're not satisfied with that number and they're still pushing. That's, oh yeah, that's incredible. That well, the other thing I remember hearing too though was when uh, Dr. Thomas was trying to start this, treating children was kind of like you're an it's idiot. Taboo. Yeah, it's yeah. taboo. It's like <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, it's 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 great that he broke free of the mold and you know started this. But uh, yeah, that's that's incredible that they've they've changed it around that drastic over the years. Yep, and it's nuts. Is all the research they do is it's free and open source too. So yep, anyone can have use a, it. With they have a breakthrough. If anybody needs to use it, it's right there. And I remember what when Witten was on DCP, he said that. They average basically a, a research a case study paper once every 11 hours. So yep. twice a day they're putting out a detailed clinical research paper. So the fact that it's there and it's free and they're not selling their research, they're doing the research and, and sharing it is huge. Well, even to hear him talk about how messed up the, the standard you know hospital system is with, you know, if you get one bone marrow transplant like at, at a younger age and then... You're done. Yeah, like you get cancer again or remission or whatever, and you need another one. And yeah, standard insurance company be like, oh, you already had one. You're good. <laughs> like that is fucked up. Yeah, it is. But at St. Jude, you need another one. Okay, we keep doing it till you either survive or, unfortunately, you don't. Like they just they don't stop. They just keep trying and trying and trying. Yep. So. They, the patients never see a bill. That's yeah. crazy. The fact everything. that they they try to provide a life of normalcy for them, too, is crazy. Because it could just be, hey, you're living in a hospital bed for years, but they, they provide education. They provide, you know, activity. So your whole life hasn't been staying in a hospital bed. It's crazy. Yeah, it's not like your life stops because you go there. It just it's just a different setting. Right? <laughs> yeah, they keep everything as normal as possible. Get any family member you need down there to stay with you. Yep, they even uh, take care of your pets. I did not know that either. I yeah. thought that was cool. I yeah. did not know that. Which I mean, it totally makes sense. I mean, I mean, animals as a service dog or any you know, not just dogs, but they're an amazing helper to those in. You know, poor health. But uh, some of the treatment programs they offer are for brain tumors, leukemia, and lymphoma, uh, various infectious diseases and immunodeficiency diseases, blood disorders, sickle cell diseases, uh, solid tumors, and histocytosis. Those are the uh, programs that they're most known for mm-hmm. for working on. Uh, they have uh, various treatment resources such as. Um, Radiation oncology, surgery, uh, bone marrow. Um, plus, there's plenty of affiliate clinics out of there, and also resources for post-cancer treatment. And yeah, the, um, they rely on their donors. Their donors step up every year. Play Live is the Twitch community. Is the kind of the contact for the gamer community. Um, if you ever go to Tiltify uh, and just look at the featured charities, uh, I guarantee you St. Jude is probably taking up 80% of them. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. So, it is a worthy cause because no child should have cancer. Huh. And I, uh, I can't wait to 
meet some of the people that work for St. Jude when we make it to Tampa. You know, the other cool thing is that they, uh, you know, some of the, you know, survivors or, you know, those, some of the kids that are at St. Jude will be at Guardian Con, which is also pretty cool. You know, get to see in person, you know, those that are, are benefiting from this. Yep, they have a keynote on the uh, first day, I think. Yeah, first pretty or sure. Day, yeah. And uh, I'm going to be attempting to catch that too. So, so I mean, yeah, there's a lot more to say about St. Jude. We are running short of time because I talked too damn much at the beginning of the show. But <laughs> we uh, we talked about them last year on our very first episode. Yep. Uh, we're coming up on that anniversary in two weeks. And with Guardian Con going on right now, with the uh, the vast amounts of hype I was feeling along with uh, DCP Live, <laughs> my God, what a day! <laughs> that's the uh, that's the first block I watched all the way through. So awesome group of people. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. Uh... Of course, by the time you listen to this, the, the charity itself will be wrapping up, but yeah, that's... By the time this hits your feeds, uh, it'll you will have Wednesday and Thursday. So. Wednesday and Thursday, yeah, but... So I gotta upload it, so yeah, it's coming out early, but you'll notice that if you listen to it on the first day. <laughs> but if you listen all the way up, through, we'll tell you. <laughs> it's going up uh, Tuesday afternoon, because I can't upload it late Tuesday night like normal, so... Huh? Yeah, but of, of any charity to give money to, th- this one's hands down fully worth it. So, absolutely. Don't if you got anything to spare, it's yeah. Let it rain. Okay. Well, if you're if you're listening to this and you're going to be at Guardian Con, we'll be walking around and we will have stickers. Yes. So get a sticker from us, please. Got some, got some stickers. We got a lot of stickers, so. All right, man, let's, let's, let's get out of here. Oh, I guess uh, the announcement, uh, our next show is going to be a little bit shorter, a little bit different, because we're probably going to be recording it in a bathtub out of a hotel room that's full of dudes. <laughs> the hotel room. Well, I guess the bathtub, too. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, but yeah, okay. we'll actually be recording... <laughs> together in person it'll be amazing weird we should, we should really talk about how we're gonna do that <laughs> i don't know you bringing the laptop because i'm not <laughs> yeah forewarning the audio may not be as awesome as you hope <laughs> it would be recording on garage band on our iphone while we're yelling at people to shut up on outside in the death in the room <laughs> so yeah so that's gonna be cool and man this is 50 we are two episodes away from our one year. Yes. Crazy. That's crazy. One year. Ha, 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 ha. We're going to have an exciting show that we kind of take a walk down memory lane and, and hopefully have some announcements for getting guests on a bit more regularly. So now that summer's almost over, it'll be a little bit easier for me to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, man. Just get Tell your coworkers me. on, man. We'll just have them come on. They can just bitch about you all the time, <laughs> and you can bitch right back. <sighs> well, I've been plenty of bitching about it. What in the fuck is Lucky doing right now? That's butt wipe. What is he doing? <laughs> He's so, wearing a blonde long wig and doing a a backflip on his bed. Well, he tried. <laughs> All right, so tell them where they can find you and let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, wow. He's got that real rocker hair going. Uh, on Twitter, you can find me at PackDevil. Come talk to me. And on Mixer, once I get this computer sorted out, I'll be there on at PackDevil as well. And Instagram, at PackDevil. I probably could have just said at PackDevil at all those places, but whatever. Alright, and I'm Will Hammer. You can find me on Mixer, Twitter, and Facebook <clears throat> at Will Hammer. And you can join our Discord by following our pin 
pinned tweet at CyberPowerHourPod. Or you can uh, send us an email at CyberPoweredHour at gmail.com. You know what's crazy, man? Next time we talk to each other, it's going to be in person at Charlie's eating a steak. Mm. Oh, steak. Can't, can't not wait to get that Wagyu filet. Mm. Actually, there might not be much talking. It'll be just a whole lot of orgasm noises as we... <laughs> so. right. Bye, everybody. We'll see you at Guardian Con. Yep. Later.